the Wilson Means Business Podcast, a production of the Wilson Chamber of Commerce, Wilson's premier business network. All right, welcome to the Wilson Means Business Podcast. I'm Ryan Simons. I'm the president of the Wilson Chamber of Commerce. We have a very special episode today uh, where we're going to be talking to a couple folks from Sally B. Howard uh, School here in Wilson, one of our charter schools here in Wilson. Uh, Satosa Foster, who's the communications director for Sally B, and uh, Miss Brandy Simon, who's uh, the biotech instructor. We're going to talk uh, a little bit more about the new biotechnology lab. But ladies first, we're going to get to know you a little bit better. Okay, okay. so three things about our guest. Uh, Ms. Foster, we're going to start with you. Uh-oh. Um, let's see here. Uh, now, you both are going to get the same three questions. So I get prep time. Uh, oh, she gets prep time. time. Yes. But I'm going to come back to you first for the second question. Oh, All okay. Right. <laughs> All right. Ms. Foster. Yes. If you had to eat one meal every day for the rest of your life, what would it be? Ooh, just one meal one every meal. day? Well... Uh, okay, it has to be my mom's mac and cheese with <laughs> collard greens and, you know, on a good day, maybe baked chicken, but on a, you know, bad day, fried chicken. So I'm oh. sorry. I'm a Southern girl at heart. I'm glad I just came <laughs> back from lunch. So otherwise, I'd be salivating <laughs> right now. What about you, Miss Simon? Oh, that's easy. I'm a Texas native. It's tamales all the way. Uh, oh. Yes. And when I get some good tamales, it's it's over. No one else in the house is eating. There's that, is, that is <laughs> that an off good. the board selection, but I like it. <laughs> I like it. All right. Um, I, I knew I was going to be speaking with a science teacher today, so this oh, is kind of this is kind of science uh, science related here. All right, uh, if you had a time machine, would you go back in the past or forward into the future, and which time era would you want to visit? Oh my word! Uh, I would I would go back in time. Okay. Um, I'm too afraid of the future. Like, no, <laughs> no. I would go back in time, and I would probably go back to I'd say the 50s just because my parents listen to a lot of different music and I'm always inspired by pastimes gotcha. and I listen to the different music choices so interesting I love it okay all right 50s Miss Foster I would actually go back into antiquity when kings and queens in Africa <gasps> walked the earth I know Mrs. Howard you know I was she always is on my mind Mrs. Mm -hmm. Sally B. Howard would talk about history and all of her travels and in sort of like the the times when you had uh, African kings and queens ruling the country, mm -hmm. ruling the, 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 their, the continent. Right. So I would go back then just to see what was it like to live in that type of world? Um, those are both very adventurous answers <laughs> and I am not that adventurous because see, every time I think about this question, I would like to think that I'd want to go back in time. But then I think, man, I like air conditioning and I like, uh, <laughs> uh indoor plumbing, right. and all those Netflix, things. all of that. Right. Right. I'm too, too much of a, of a weakling to go back in time. All right. All right, Ms. Foster, I'm going to come back to you for a third okay. and final question. This is, this is kind of okay, a- Okay, it's the money question. This is, well, literally, here you go. Would you rather lose all of your money or all of your photographs? Oh, oh, that, that's kind of easy for me. I, I would rather lose all of my money. Okay. Because, you know, I have a lot of heartfelt memories in my photographs, um, you know, a lot of Wonderful. I mean, you know, even when you forget how far you've come as a person or mm -hmm. as a family, you can always look back and there's that's a special moment. I can make money. You know, if I lose all my mm -hmm. money, even today, I'm confident in myself that I can figure out a way to generate some income. Right. 
Okay, what about you, Miss Simonoff? Oh, I'm confident it's the same answer. Yeah. Because every time I try to leave Facebook, it's all the pictures <laughs> that keep me coming yeah, back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, those are hard to replace, those yeah. ideas, and to see it in front of your face. That's a good question. So. There are some photos, maybe, that we would like to, to forget. See, oh, yeah, those are under lock and key. Well, <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, that wasn't that hard. No, uh, so no, that was, no. That was good. That was good, good, good icebreaker. I'm glad, I'm yeah. glad we got to, to meet you guys a little bit more and get to know you. So let's get to know Sally B. Howard School uh, for just a minute. So uh, I'm going to I'm gonna turn to our communications director then. T- tell us a little bit about the school, people who may not be familiar with Sally B. Howard uh, just as an institution, and then we'll talk about some of the new things that you guys have coming online. Sally B. Howard School is, to me, the best kept secret in Eastern North Carolina. Mm-hmm. We've been in the community. Well, we've been in as a charter school for 24 years, but in the 80s, it sort originated as the Youth Enrichment Program. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was took place in the summers for six consecutive summers uh, at different churches in the community. So in 1997, when Dr. Joanne Woodard and Mrs. Howard evolved the summer camp to become a full-fledged charter school, that was around, I think in 1996 was the first year that North Carolina approved charters. So we were one of the first schools, um, you know, submitted and approved to run a school. And the school has, from day one, has always had a curriculum based on the arts, uh, you know, as well as uh, uh, it has always had a curriculum based on the arts as well as a curriculum that generates 21st century learners, mm-hmm. global learners. We um, have a study abroad program that we, you know, up until, you know, of course, the pandemic, every two years we would send about uh, 12 children, middle school kids to travel around the world. But our arts curriculum is there to address students' abilities beyond reading and math. Mm -hmm. We believe that students, especially students from disadvantaged communities or homes, um, aren't always, you know, have unique learning abilities or or unique needs. And we encourage the fact that uh, there are, we acknowledge that there are abilities and skills outside of reading and math that can, uh, that can be addressed and that we can uh, capture and uh, allow them to have success in those areas which boost their confidence in reading and math. So our school has been for the past three consecutive years um, a B school for exceeding academic growth. We have been on a, a, a trajectory, an upward trajectory of closing the achievement gap. And that's mm-hmm. through, you know, a co- consistent, um, you know, emphasis on uh rigorous uh, academics, but also giving rich experiences through the arts. Very cool. And mm-hmm. and also during those past three years, I mean, you can literally uh, kind of chart the progress of the growth that's actually taking place uh, on the campus. Um, and, and part of that growth has been a new biotechnology lab uh, that mm-hmm. you guys have unveiled for this school year. So Ms. Simonoff, talk a little bit about uh, the components of the lab, exactly what it is, what, what value does it provide to, to your students? Sure, sure. So, you know, going back to kind of my past, I um, am a first generation college graduate for my Mm -hmm. family. And when I was going through the process right out of high school, I was kind of unsure. And throughout my years, I kind of had to go back and revisit my higher education. And the reason why that's important in this conversation is because my uh, two-year degree is in biotech. And I got the two-year degree 
after I got my four-year degree. Oh, wow. And you mm -hmm. usually don't hear that from people. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the opposite order. But the, if you were working in sales like I was in 2008, you remember the hard times of the recession. Sure. And that hit my family really hard. And so I had to revisit what I was doing. I needed some skills mm -hmm. to work. So I went and got my two-year degree. So then, you know, fast forward all these years, I've been working in public education and I hear that Sally B. Howard's uh, school has built this biotech lab. And I was like, whoa, what's that about? And I had kind of known about the school because my daughter was with a dance team that would go and Sally B. Howard school would let them perform there occasionally. Mm. And I was like, man, how did I not know this little gem existed? So I'm over there and um, they have partnered with Ellen Darty out of uh, California for our curriculum. And we have created a four year program at high school for students to come in and get familiar in a laboratory setting. This is a state of the art Thermo Fisher lab. We are completely outfitted mm -hmm. with pipettes and autoclaves and biosafety cabinets for aseptic technique um, and sterile work. Um, the students begin their day or their their semesters, their first year as freshmen, actually not just learning science curriculum for a regular high school graduation, but they start learning standard lab operating procedures, which if you have any science people listening, especially if they're in pharmaceutical or any uh, genetically modified uh, crop production companies or, or maybe some hemp farmers, whatnot, they're gonna know what I'm talking about. So we get the students familiar with the lab space and they start working on um, those techniques of working safely in a lab and developing um, just their knowledge for how to work around a lab. That actually in, moves on towards them working with DNA and proteins. We do recombinant DNA their second year. We move into plant cell culture because at this level lab, we're not gonna be working with mammalian cells and all that. We're just gonna work with plants and learning what that means um, in different applications of biotech. By the time they're with me, their fourth year, they're working on independent research and maybe some internships with some of our local companies to kind of show them what's out there. Um, it is it is a very dynamic program. I offer everything across that biotech spectrum to support any of the sciences. And so a lot of times what will happen when they're in high school is they're not just in biotech, but then that will align with their biology curriculum. Then we will um, compile that with chemistry cur curriculum and take it through all of those levels as they spend each semester with me. So that's kind of the general idea. And it's it's almost hard for me to summarize. Um, this year, since we've been in the pandemic, we have been fully remote, but my students have had lab kits at home, which consist of micro pipetters and different lab tools so that they can have the, a similar experience to what they would have in lab. Obviously it's not the same, but we still have accomplished some ELISA testing at home just to detect certain proteins and antibodies. Um, we've had many conversations about the nature of the pandemic mm -hmm. and helping those students just understand what that means for their communities because their young voices and them understanding science at this level really helps in the community as certain decisions are made, you know, from vaccines to medicines to coming out of this pandemic and getting back to business. Right. So these are these are students that have some, I guess, now global literacy uh, about, oh, yeah. you know, not just, you know, uh, how the pandemic affects their their lives, uh, 
kind of as individuals, but just kind of how it impact, you know, virology and mm-hmm. uh, medicine and vaccine distribution and logistics associated with distribution and and the science mm-hmm. behind wearing a mask and, and key. So there's some practical hands on, uh, which I guess if there's a silver lining in any of this, then it, it, students have a real life application and understanding of how biotechnology is impacting their lives. I also want to go back to something uh, that is impacting us here locally. Biotechnology um, is is something that is special to our market and our economy with the mm-hmm. life sciences sector that we have here, certainly with agriculture that we have here. I'm curious, what are your guys' goals for students as they emerge from this program? What do you want to see them do with what they're learning uh, at Sally B. Howard? Are there some synergies built with the community college, with 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 colleges locally, or with with are you trying to establish relationships with uh, some of our workforce partners? What are you hoping for students to accomplish yeah. once they leave the program? So definitely, the short answer is yes to everything you said. So first of all, Wilson Community College has been very supportive. Um, I've been talking with Stephanie Winsett over there; she's their biotech instructor, and just seeing how we can collaborate with them. Um, we already have an agreement with them for the students who are in my program to also earn some college credit as they become juniors and seniors. And so they can get a biotech certificate where they take you know, my, pre, my prereqs and then they go over there and take two more courses in biotech and then two more maybe their biology courses. And they get this certificate that helps them create a resume if they want to go into the workforce. Believe it or not, a lot of these companies around here hire these students either in certain aspects right out of high school with some skill sets or out of community college. Now, Long-term goal, we want to see kids go to community college and university, ultimately, because statistically, we've seen those be the highest earners. Um, I do want to partner with some local businesses and maybe get some type of internships. That, to me, is probably the uh, most important part of it. Aside from them learning the skill set in the lab and how to work around a lab, make solutions and be safe and the different applications, Students at this level really need to get their feet wet. They need to see, is that where they want to work long-term before yeah. they make a commitment to college? Mm-hmm. Um, my oldest daughter did that when she was in high school. She worked somewhere and decided that she didn't want to go that route. And I was like, thank you goodness, you saved me a lot of money. Um, but it really just opens the door for them. So I'm definitely looking for that. I have already spoken with um, NC Central University and they have collaborated with us and given us a few like items here to help me do the remote learning in some aspects because NC Central has a biomanufacturing and research institute up there. NC State has some areas also that is heavy biotech. Um, and then Pitt Community College is down the road. They've had biotech for years. That's where I got my degree and they've just upgraded their lab. And so Wilson Community College is expecting you to do the same. And so we've already developed some of the community college relationships. Really at this point, I'm looking for the local companies to say, hey, do you have an intern who's in their junior year, senior year, and needs to come support us for some part-time solutions prep? Like maybe they've got a big project or maybe on the manufacturing side, they just really need some help with new product or whatever, getting them in there. Um, There's also some um, hemp companies in the area, I believe, Mm -hmm. right in Black Creek, I wanna say. And so that is an upcoming field. So that would be something good for a student to see. I know I've got some buddies in Farmville who are got a startup up there. One guy I used to work with, and um, he's doing some like uh, analytical testing for some labs. So there's a lot of little pockets of good stuff going on, and I want to give these students the skills to tap into that. 
you really need to have something here like what Sally B. Howard has for the biotech to get these kids the skill set and then have them come back and reinvest into the community. Yeah. Where, you know, they, everyone doesn't need to keep moving away. We, yeah. You can't just keep leaving. We have a lot going on here. And so we're here to support that. Yeah, I think that's great. I, I think uh, it's important to uh, to let students know, inform them about the opportunities that exist right here in their own mm -hmm. backyard. Um, but it is super important that they get to explore opportunities um, and, and get, get their hands on uh, things um, and find out if it is the right fit for them. Um, mm -hmm. and, and to understand that uh, learning is a lifelong process, mm -hmm. that you don't necessarily have sure. to be locked into mm -hmm. one particular path. You can find uh, opportunities uh, in, in other interests and that a lot of those interests exist right here in Wilson. Um, we talked a little bit about the fact that this is a four-year program associated mm -hmm. with the, the high school. Uh, and, and Ms. Foster, I want to turn back to you now. Uh, the high school itself is a, is kind of a new thing mm -hmm. uh, at Sally B. Howard. Talk about that and kind of what the future holds for the school. Yeah, we were uh, really excited. I uh, came on board in 2019. I have a personal you know, history with just the Sally B. Howard movement, but I officially came on board in 2019, and my job was to let people know, the world know, that we were launching a high school. The high school opened in August 2020 with 9th and 10th grade. And so it's a you know small uh, school at this point, um, but we will evolve evolve to probably at the most 200 students. Um, but what's unique about the high school is that it is it offers pre-professional training in biotechnology and the fine arts. So you've heard Ms. Simonoff talk about the biotech program, which is cutting edge, and we are working to expand it. But we also uh, provide training in dance, music theater and visual art. And part of the um, motivation for that was uh, as our K-8 school is a school for the arts, uh, our program, a lot of the teachers, when they graduated in the eighth grade, they were pretty sad that they, you know, really felt like a critical point to uh, really make sure that these students are prepared to explore a possible career in the arts. You can really get them uh, in the in high school. So when they were we were graduating students in the eighth grade and then sending them off to other schools that did not have an arts program, you know, that was part of the reason to extend the school. So now you can enter uh, Sally B. Howard High School at, and declare a major if you want. You can also just be a general ed. You don't have to, you know, be a dance or a music major, but you can uh, declare a major. And we have one of the most well-trained, seasoned staff of, you know, arts, visual art, uh, dance, music, theater uh, teachers. So we're really excited about that. We also just announced that we are going to have a sports program mm -hmm. uh, this year. That was just announced last Friday. So we had, we opened uh, the doors and that was one of the first because you know we're still you know this is a big uh, state for sports mm -hmm. and so um, you know we believe in growing organically and serving the needs of the students as well as the teachers and staff mm -hmm. so when it became you know possible and shout out to Glenn Reeves our principal oh, we yes, love Mr. Sure. Reeves he is a fan favorite yes. in eastern North Carolina yes, and yes. so and you know he's a big sports uh, person as well so we are excited in the fall for 2021, 2022 school year, we will have sports. So we're looking to build well-rounded students that have a, you know, a variety of interests 
and skills. And so we're excited about what the future holds. Well, I know uh, what we've talked about today is just really the tip of the iceberg. Uh, mm-hmm. And you've mentioned how Sally B. Howard uh, has been doing this for a long time now. I didn't realize it was almost one of the original uh, charter schools yes. in the state. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, how can people learn more? Where, do, where can they go to, to learn more about the school? Yes, uh, our website, sallybhowardschool.com. We are in our open enrollment period. Uh, we are a free public charter school. I would like to reiterate that because there's still sort of some confusion as to whether or not we're private or paid. We are a free public charter school. Uh, you can enroll at sallybhowardschool.com. You can also face uh follow us on our Facebook page. And we're very open to the community. Um, you mm-hmm. can, we also uh, can accept students from, you know, outside of Wilson proper in the Wilson County area as, as long as our buses uh, travel there. So we would love to invite people just to explore who we are as a school and see if we have a program that would serve your child's needs. Awesome. Campus <clears throat> is right there on Herring Avenue uh, near uh, Wilson Community College. Next uh, door. So some, some synergies there for sure. Uh, Brandy Simonoff, who's the biotech instructor uh, at the new biotech lab uh, at Sally B. Howard School and Saptosa Foster, the communications director uh, for Sally B. Howard. Uh, Ladies, thank you so much for joining us on the Wilson uh, Means Business podcast. We opened this podcast with three things about our guests. Uh, Now we will close the podcast with one thing about Wilson. People don't realize uh, that uh, Wilson's economic pie is really divided into three big chunks. We've talked about two of them already today, Uh, agriculture, uh, and industry. So uh, agriculture represents about 30% of our economic output uh, in, in our community still. Uh, and another 30% is uh, made up of manufacturing, which includes our life sciences uh, sector, um, uh, pharmaceuticals, um, th- those types of things represent a third of our uh, our economic output. And then the service sector represents that third. And I don't think people understand uh, just how well blended and well mixed the Wilson Uh, economy is. So there is your one thing about Wilson. Uh, I want to thank you all for listening uh, to the Wilson Means Business Podcast. And again, thank you for supporting me. You've been listening to the Wilson Means Business Podcast, a production of the Wilson Chamber of Commerce. To join the chamber or to learn more about how we're growing one of North Carolina's strongest business communities, find us on social media or visit us at wilsonnchamber.com.